The following is offered by Discerning Hearts, a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to spiritual formation through the use of new media. To download this selection, or to browse hundreds of other programs, or to contribute to our mission with a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible, visit our website at discerninghearts.com. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is an amazing day. Uh, you know, in this journey toward, uh, toward Christmas, in this Advent, Going along the road today, you know, I, I come across this sign, and it, it's all the liturgy is presenting me with a great encouraging sign, and it's the Sacred Heart. I, I looked up today, and I was so astounded. Going across this desert, going across these days in which the church invites us through her liturgy, especially through Isaiah, lower all the hills and fill in all the valleys, make straight his path, prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. The language of the prophets, the language of John the Baptist, the heart of Mary, get ready, he's going to come. How? In a new way. Well, I know you, Jesus. No, you don't. I'm going to come to you in an entirely new way. And so all of a sudden I look up and there before me is the Sacred Heart. Jesus said to the crowds, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden light. And there, along the road, preparing me for Christmas, is the Sacred Heart. And I would invite everyone today to look again at Jesus' heart. See him today as you're coming toward Christmas. Stop. Look again at what he's telling us in that 11th chapter of Matthew's Gospel. You know, all of us, I think, as we come, especially in days of Advent, in days of this darkness, in days of these wearinesses that all of us endure, whether you're a child in school or whether you're a mother and father working and and laboring for your family, whether you're a priest or a bishop, whoever you may be, come to me. You know, I've met powerful people in my life, really powerful men, and Jesus is that. 
But how is he? Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Did you ever meet a meek man? In our society, we have a tendency to push aside the meek and not see them for being as powerful as they are. I had a a grandfather that was meek, but when I think of him, the power in his meekness, the power in his humility, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. When you look at his eyes and see his strength and know you are so assured when you would come to this man that he is a man of power. And that's exactly what the literature tells us in the introduction to this gospel. The church says, look, the Lord will come to save his people. Bless those who are ready to meet him. Look at Jesus. Look at his sacred heart. Look at the power his love will bring to us. Isaiah tells us, what does he say to about God? Because here we're going to meet God in Jesus, and I am going to be in him. What is the new strength that is going to come into me this Christmas that I don't have? What is the new faith that is going to enter into me when I come to Christmas? I am along the way, Lord, prepare my heart. And Jesus says, come to me and I will give you this new strength. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. I am meek and humble of heart. Your soul will find rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why? Because I am going to shoulder it for you. Enter into me more fully, John, than you ever have before. Well, Lord, I know on this Advent journey that there are certain ones who are real stumbling blocks to me. When I see this person, and my thoughts are really devastating, I just don't like him. And I asked our Lord as I was coming to him today, what is my desire from you for Christmas? Because I'm going, I live with this person and I just don't like him. I don't like the way he walks. I don't like the way he looks to me. And he's always, it looks to me like I could kill you. And it's like hatred pouring out of him for me. That's how how I feel anyway. And I would love to love him. I would love to love him as Jesus loves him. Well, there's no reason why I can't. I can love him. Come to me. Learn from me. I am meek and humble of heart, your soul will find rest. I actually can, if I pray 
and prepare. I've never been able to do it so far. But if I ask him, he is one person who's like a stumbling block to me. And as much as I make a resolution, the first thought I have is when I see him, my reaction is, what an ass he is. And I think that. And I'm so sorry. But that's the feeling I have. Lord, can my heart be like you? And can I have this experience of, I love you. You are my brother. And I would actually lay down my life for you so much. Is there a power? Learn from me. I will give you this power. There are certain things that cause me anxiety and fear. Whenever I face certain situations in my life, as I come to Christmas, can you give me that restful heart, Lord? Can you give me that strength, that power, that inner peace as I approach maybe an illness or a potential illness in my life? Can I have that inner peace when a flight is delayed or when I look like I'm going to be late and, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to complete some work that I had set out for? Can you give me that inner trust? Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Your soul will find rest, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Why is that so? Because within me, right now, he is there. Listen to him again, because it's so important that we listen to these words of the sacred heart. Stop and look at that symbol again, the heart of Jesus. He has actually, look at it, he's saying to us, he's, as, as he did not only on the cross, look at that too, as you enter into the heart and side of Jesus. But look at that heart that he took out of his very chest and he showed it to St. Margaret Mary. That's the one I have in my room. That's the one I have here on my altar. That's the one I have in mind as the gospel today invites me, Jesus calling out to me, I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart and you will find rest for your soul. Yes, John, my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Why? John, because you're the one who's been carrying it up until now. Up until this preparation time and day, why is it that you become so weary? Why is it, John, that you become so tired? Lord, because I've been doing it. You have already done everything, everything 
that I am going to do today, this very day, as you go before me in this preparation day, you have done everything. What is there that I'm anxious and worried about? What is there that I resist in loving? In me, you already exist. In me, you have already been fully alive. And let me live in you. Isaiah says, listen to what's going to happen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. To whom can you liken me as an equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things. He leads out their army and numbers them, calling them all by name. By his great might and the strength of his power, not one of them is missing. Why, O Jacob, do you say and declare, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God? Do you not know, or have you not heard? The Lord is the eternal God, creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint nor grow weary, and his knowledge is beyond scrutiny. He gives strength to the fainting, for the weak he makes vigor abound. Though young men faint and grow weary, and youths scatter and fall, they that hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar as with eagles' wings. They will run and not grow weary, walk and not grow faint. The Word of the Lord. You know, that's really been my symbol. My name is John, and the symbol of John is an eagle. An eagle has such powerful wings. They will put on the wings of an eagle. Actually, the talons can grasp a sheep in its hands and fly up into the air, carrying weight twice its own weight by the power of its wings. An eagle, I have poor vision. An eagle from 3,000 feet up can see a little mouse on the ground. Eagle view, the eagle eye, the view that an eagle can see with. That's what I'll give you. They put out wings like an eagle. They run and do not grow weary. They will walk and never get tired. This is what I will give you. Me. I have done it all before. I have gone through the suffering, the dying, and the rising. Learn from me. I am in you today, now. If you will take me on, 
your yoke will be so easy today and your difficulties, your love will be mine. Your trust will be mine. Your increased faith will grow and increase to be like me. Be me, John. When, Lord, now, so that you can come more fully alive in me and through me, and that this Christmas you will know that you do have that love for that person that you didn't love before. You will have that trust, and those anxieties and fears will be gone. This is the promise I make you today as you go along the road in preparation for Christmas. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. You know, when I meet meek men like my grandfather, and I meet powerful men like I remember my dad, it was when I was a child, I just knew he was the toughest and strongest and he didn't have to act that way to me. He just was. I remember when I was preparing for this little presentation, Chris, I was, I was thinking of a, a shepherd that I had as a boy growing up in Wilkesbury. His name was Bishop William J. Hafey. And we kids were standing waiting to greet him when he was coming down for confirmation at St. Mary's in Wilkesbury. And along the road came this great big coal truck, a Peabody coal truck. I still remember being astounded. And there in the coal truck was the bishop. And climbing down from the cab was our bishop, not in a big Cadillac, not in a big car, or even a fancy driver, but they're the coal truck driver. He somehow hitchhiked a ride and got off in front of the church. And as he came down, thanking the truck driver for his ride to the church, the chief shepherd, meek and humble. And I always remember that scene of my shepherd He's the one who ordained me. And he's the one who, when he got sick and died, came to dedicate the church at St. Luke's in the first parish that I was in Strasbourg. Meek and humble of heart. I've had a lot of bishops who weren't like that, and I do meet them at times. But he was such a strong and wonderful bishop. He lived in the country. He would get up on a on a, 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 a plow, uh, something that he would harvest his his crops in on a farm. And he was he was from a, a, a diocese in North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina. He was a missionary bishop, he became my bishop, and he died as the Bishop of Scranton. 
There are many shepherds today in the church, and the invitation to you, the invitation to priests, the invitation to fathers and mothers, the invitation to 15-year-olds and young people today, learn from the Sacred Heart. What he wants to do with you today, he wants because he does live in you already, he wants to have you strengthen that heart of yours because his heart is in you now as you come to Christmas. What greater gift could he give you than to have you come to him? That's the invitation today. Look at his heart. Learn from me. Look at it. Because I'm meek and humble of heart. And you will find rest. What do you want for Christmas? Jesus, give me your heart. Make my heart like unto thine. Sacred heart of Jesus, make my heart like unto thy heart. Now, so that I will have your heart for Christmas, and I will find it easy, and I will find my burden so much lighter. Monsignor, yes. you spoke of the person that has caused you a lot of pain and, and he has even evoked inside, you know, this, these powerful emotions for you. And I'm sure that, as you said, they're, they're, we all uh, have somebody. And in approaching them, isn't there at the real heart of it, we are fearful where and and it comes from maybe what could be a wound of rejection i mean ultimately isn't it we don't approach certain people because sometimes we want to reject them before they reject us so we fall into is it a trap that we fall into where we say well it's jesus and me and he loves me and i've got jesus so i don't need to deal with that person Mm. can that be something that we may misunderstand in some cases what i would do you know i don't know everyone's heart i know mine i know he in me jesus in me wants to love that person i don't have to be with them to even reject them because i i can just think of them and i have those mean rejecting thoughts that come to me that's my littleness that's my stupid little heart that wearies me and i'm sick and tired of that stinking little heart of mine and i want his because he is in me and i want to have his heart and that's when he invites me when i was thinking about his love and his charity that's the one i want i may never see him again but i want to think this christmas and i want to live this Christmas. And and can this change in me? Yeah. He can give me his heart and he can give me his. How will I know that? Because I have it within me. It isn't the fact that, I mean, I know my heart and you know yours. 
whoever that might be. You want to play games, play games with somebody else, but don't play it with the heart of Jesus. If there's someone you want to love, he in you is saying, I love that person and I can give you my love for them. Really? Yeah, that's what this is about. It's not <clears throat> so that when I when I see him and I and I hope to because uh, I, I'm there in the same house with him. When I see him, I will be able to know that, oh, you did this for me. Why will I know that? Because there would be love in my heart for him. And Jesus will give me that from his heart. Isn't it a real test for us, Monsignor? I mean, there are those who, because of whatever the occurrence is between that person and ourselves, that, you know, there there may be that need to keep a distance, at least for a certain time. But we know in our hearts the difference between that and our desire just not to deal with it anymore. And that there, there is a fine line, isn't there? And you know what that line is? The Father's will. You see, the love of, of Jesus in the heart of Jesus is always to do the will of the Father. And if the Father wants me to encounter that person, then that's what I do. And if the Father says, I don't want you to, you don't have to face to face with that person. All I want you to do is love them in your heart. Then I know that too. What does Jesus say, especially with regard to forgiveness? You have to forgive them in your heart. That's where the change takes place. The ch you can exteriorly shake hands with somebody and make up with them. But if you don't have a change in your heart, then you don't have that love, which is so important in what we're talking about and here in my, my journey. So where, where is your heart? And because your heart and his heart are in the same heart and he is inviting me and you to open your heart to receive his love and his love will always be to do the will of the father and if the will of the father is that you remain away from that person that's fine but you will love by time christmas comes you will love that person in your heart that really is the difference, isn't it, for, for us when it comes to celebrating and, and being a part of Advent, that it's Christ is coming so deeply into our hearts as opposed to we enter into all the activities and we do all the things, and yet he hasn't gone into that place, that, that cave, and been born in our own hearts. Is that the difference, Monsignor? That is exactly. And it's the difference of lowering all the mountains, filling in all the valleys that bring us this great strength. He gives strength to the weary. He gives strength to the powerless. You're, you will not grow weary or tired. Young men may stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord and receive this renewal from him will have that strength. They will put on the wings of an eagle. 
They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and never grow tired. It really, really works to live and walk with the heart of Jesus. You've been listening to Building the Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this program or to browse hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to support our efforts. But most of all, we pray that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com.